Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show Bedpost. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have a guest. <laughs> she is a human <laughs> she is a humanitarian slash good time gal, and her name is Amanda Parker. <laughs> Thank you for laughing off the top so they for sure believe you. I appreciate that. I'm like, should I say improviser? You're like, ah, uh, humanitarian. I just, I figure it's from here on out. I don't want to be what I am. I want to be what I could be. Oh, hey, that's great. Right? That's like some of that um, visualization stuff. What's it called? The Secret? Yeah. Do you know about that? No, I don't know about Oh, it's a secret. weird kind of... Well, is there a book I shouldn't about check. it? it yeah, there's a book. Like there's a book. There's yeah. a book called The Secret. And The Secret tells you that you can visualize... Like, they... I haven't read it, to be, <laughs> to be honest. But it tells you okay. stuff like to make a... Make a, like, dream board where you, oh, like... Okay. Write... Yeah, you, like... Do put pictures on it and oh, okay. inspirational stuff of like what you want yeah. your life to be like. Interesting. And, and it's yeah, okay. it's the theory of like if you just think about it and focus your energy on it, yeah, that those things will then the universe will okay. pick up on that and that's deliver. Because I them. actually read an article this morning and it was about because like you know there's all like if you just have to want it, you just have to want it yeah. hard enough, or, yeah. and then you'll get it. And then this article came out that was all about hey. Why don't you think about what you're willing to, like, suffer through? Like, what sacrifices are you willing to make? Think about that. Really? Yeah, over what you want. Because, like, everyone wants, like, like money to be rich. and love and fame and all that. But it's like, hey, what sacrifices are you willing to make to get it? And once you can establish that, then you can actually set your goals. Because, like, if you want... They're like, no, they're like, okay, if you want, like... A romantic, like one of a kind relationship that's like the fairy tale life. Then you have to put up with the like the fights and the vulnerability and the working through shit with your partner. So you're gonna and focus on like, fighting. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like, how much are you willing to hurt to like get what you want? And I'm like, I mean, maybe but also like <laughs> there's dream boards out there too there's so. dream boards yeah actually i listened to um i really listened to the rupaul podcast called, yeah. it's called what's the tea and oh. elvira was on it for oh. halloween her okay. name is cassandra peters that's her actual name um okay. and she is very much into like this visualization mantra where okay. she she truly believes that her career happened because she you know, employed these type of right. practices. I just think I get too, like, I can get caught up in a fantasy where, like, sometimes just imagining the success is like, oh, that satisfied me. And <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. to do the work. Yeah, I'm like, oh, right. Just because I can picture it doesn't mean it's actually come to pass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe I'll sponsor a child. Yeah, that's a really good thing for me to do. Wow, I'm a great person. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Just moving on. Up. 
moving on. One would think that this is a life... Uh, One would think. A life-practicing, life-coaching podcast, podcast. But no, we're for sure going to talk about... But for sure it's a sex podcast. sex stuff, too. Sex stuff. How, what, how's your sex life, Amanda? Uh, my sex life is good right yeah. now. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm kind of looking to maybe have some me time. In yeah, Because, like, yeah. My, my sex life doesn't slow down when it's just me. You know? it's like, <laughs> I'm still taking care. I'm still taking care. So, yeah, I'm kind of... Yeah. You're looking ahead. Yes. You're visualizing, I'm visualizing a great sex life for yourself. Whole, I hope so. You should make a dream I'm board I'm about your make sex a dream life. Board of just yeah, it'll be very interesting because it's going to be a mix of like hot. Like, we'll be like, I'm. Those not even. I'm not even really attracted to like looks. Aren't a huge factor for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would just be a bunch of like funny, intelligent, like, it would just be traits and stuff, and it would be like, people would be like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's my sex board. They're like, really? Because it's just personality. Yeah, you want a sexy, a funny sex life. Yeah, Uh, like a funny sex life. Because there's so many funny things that happen during it. Like, Oh my god, yeah. I can't think of a single experience. (laughs) I can't think of a single experience. Good story, good story, Amanda. like, laughed at. But it's, no, but I feel like in the beginning, I was so just like, oh, I gotta be sexy. Oh, like, you know, sexy. Like, I'm sexy. And, like, I say all the right things, and I do all the right things. So, like, the performance aspect. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then it was like, my body is never gonna make a weird noise at an appropriate time. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, this is awful. But then, I don't know, it's like, the longer um, I've been sexually active, the easier it's been, and just, like accepting not only my body but just like my body in relation to someone else and the awkwardness of sex yeah like the humor in sex really. yeah well because there's and like there's lulls and like i want to be able to like stop the physical action have a conversation and i'm also like i because i love like dirty talk and i love yeah so like, like, i need keep the yeah. energy going yeah in between like because like, i had yeah it was like yeah. i because i remember there was like early on it was like and this guy was just like he's just like an uh an Adonis, like, just, like, rippled, like, Ugh. just typical jock guy, and he, and his thing was that, like, I couldn't make a lot of noise, or it would, like, make him go too quickly, oh, so I had I to see. just, like, be very, just, like, <laughs> and it was so uncomfortable, because I was just like, no, I want to be, like, first of all, I want you to be talking, and yeah. I want to be able to, like, show you I'm enjoying this, yeah, as opposed to just, like, lay there kind of like a bit like a doll, which is, like, creepy in hindsight. Maybe that was his thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, it's like, don't have, don't have a personality, don't, terrible. don't let me know, yeah, so that was, but then it's true, it's like, it's weird, because once you get by those experiences, you're kind of like, okay. Not gonna do that again. Yeah, like you don't really know in some cases till you've experienced. Be like, yeah, there's oh, some trial and error. I can't. Yeah, I can't do silence. <laughs> it's yeah. too. It's too uncomfortable for me everywhere, essentially, but especially in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime like that, I've been in a position. It doesn't happen anymore, obviously, because I don't live with my parents, and nor do my partners. Yeah. But however. When you're a young adult and you, oh, like... yeah. Or maybe it could happen lately. Like, say, if Matt and I go to my parents' house for Christmas. Yeah. And we stay over a couple days yeah. or something like that. You have yeah. to be quiet. Like, yeah. anytime I've done that with a partner, I've, like, hated it. And I think I still... Because I make noise. Mm-hmm. So, I think I still... I took 
you have to be quiet as like, okay, you can still make noise, but they have to be quiet noises. Yeah. That, in my head, that's what being quiet is. So, mm-hmm. like, anytime I would still make noises, but they're quiet, okay? It's no big deal. They would be like, no, you, like, quiet. Like, you cannot do anything. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't, that's so not a thing I can do or want to do. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, because I like, I love, even, like, I love having just a place to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I like knowing that there's, like, no one listening in or no oh, one yeah. disturbed. Yeah. Like, when it's just, like, yeah, I prefer if it's, like, if he's if he's home and his roommates are home, or I'm home and my roommates aren't home, I'm, like, this is when I'm most comfortable. This is ideal. And not, like, this is the perfect circumstances. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, like, I don't know. Just, like, and I know, like, my roommates wouldn't care, and, like, we're all cool with it, but it's still just kind of, like... It's a privacy thing. It's a privacy thing. And a comfort thing, as you're saying. Yeah, it's too, yeah. And it kind of, it keeps me in the moment. Because I think that's so essential, is, like, staying in the moment and not, like... I love being able to, like, escape, like, the world. Escapism. For as long as I can. Uh, (laughs) Just in general. Just in general. But especially when penetration gets to happen. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying about, like, starting anew. Like, something I'm always nervous about, like, the very odd time I'm with a new partner that's Mm -hmm. not Matt. But, like, say something, like, terrible happened to... Mm. Matt or like or me or yeah. like or like, like our relationship something yeah. you know where we broke up god forbid or something like that like I do think yeah knock on wood thank you Amanda <laughs> um I do think about like imagine like how difficult it would be to start yeah. from scratch with a new partner in bed yeah because I need like the most specific <laughs> fucking stimulation like honestly like I need this image in my head. I need mm-hmm. this thing being said to me. I need this vibrator on a certain part of me. I need this other additional stimulation, like, yeah, to I be mean, able to have an orgasm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. can I, can you imagine, like, I won't be having an orgasm with a new partner for, like, like a yeah. year, a year down the and road. Imagery, like, it was so hard, too, because I used to, like, um, when I was masturbating and stuff, I'd always use, like, imagery. Like, I'd always imagine, like, fantasies and stuff. Me too, and it'd be, me too. It'd be so clear, and it'd be so perfect. And then it was, I thought, I was like, this is great. I know I can imagine what I want. So once I get another person involved, it's going to be Just so easy. Yeah. And then you have this other person, and you're like, oh, no. No, you no you're a distraction. That, you're, exactly. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, it would be the case where it was like, I need, like, I would need to be stimulated while they were describing a scenario to me, while they, like, and that would be the most direct way for me to get off. Because, yeah. like, well, I enjoy when we're both going, you know, and, like, I love sex, and, like, I love that connection, but it really is hard for me to, like, orgasm yeah. during it because so much is happening. Yeah, and, it like, takes, you gotta focus and, like, yeah, 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 as nice as, like, all this other stimulation with the partner is, yeah. it can sometimes be distracting, like, when you're yeah. actually trying to, like, focus to, like, have an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah, like, when me and Matt got together, like, yeah, we hadn't really figured it out, really, mm-hmm. as I'm saying, like, when, yeah. when I say it'll take a year for me to, with a new partner, yeah. I'm not... That's not too much, like, <laughs> like I'm joking a little bit. Like, yeah. it probably took me and Matt maybe six months. We're kind of casual at the beginning mm-hmm. of our relationship. Yeah. But about that time to really mm-hmm. figure out what needed to happen, like... I find, too, it's like sometimes days are different. And that then, too. But, you know, that what too. works one day, and then you're like, no, I need consistency. Because then it would, I would feel like, I'd feel so much pressure, too, when it was like... Because, like, it would, like, be a... 
lengthy amount of time and trying to make it happen trying to make it happen and then also if like the slightest thing were to change it was like okay so we gotta go back to the beginning we gotta try to find that again. again yeah and it was just so much of just like it's like, like you say, like trying to be in it and like stay focused, but mm-hmm. then also have to be present and open to your partner because you might need to give instructions or tell them <laughs> to keep doing something. And then all, and then sometimes it's like you think what the instructions you given were right, and then they're not. And it's like, and no, no, no. Like, okay, let me rephrase I don't that. Know, yeah, and then it's like, and then it's like, I'll take over, and I'm like, okay, three, okay, switch back. It's just like, <laughs> it's so. It's to have a partner because I was like so much of it was like kind of like like sex on my own and stuff and like yep. doing that and I was like oh like I'm always imagining this with another person and I can't wait for that to happen and then I brought <laughs> another person in and I was like oh uh, that's not this is very complicated isn't it <laughs> and there's a lot there's now more work that has to be done because I yeah. thought like once it was like oh I know how to make myself come. yeah once you be, figured it out yeah, on your I own figured you're it like out. perfect that's all I need let's go <laughs> you're gonna come with Cute, the exact same handbook person. as I've been working on and then it was like no no, it's That's like, you gotta start from scratch together, pretty much. Though I find, and I don't know if this is like, this is not a fact, but I do find <laughs> people who have been in longer term relationships mm-hmm. are better at cunnilingus. <laughs> it's like, it's, not, it's just, it seems to be something... A trend. That's happened. A yeah, trend you've happened. noticed. A trend I've noticed, where like, I don't know... <laughs> If they've just had more time with it, or like given, or maybe that's why they are the why the girl is right. yeah. staying around maybe in this long term relationship, you know, because yeah. he's good ahead. Yeah, it's communication and kind of like Yeah, yeah, communication, right? Yeah, the yeah. two double C's. The double C's. <laughs> <laughs> that's I always go by the double yeah. C's. <laughs> yeah, I um, can totally see that. Um, however. People are different. Like, I don't... I, I enjoy cunnilingus, for sure, yeah. receiving and, and giving as well, but yeah. I don't... I have to say that's not a huge part of my mm. sex life, to receive cunnilingus. Because I'm yeah. a vibe girl. Yeah. People that listen to the podcast No, know. you like the vibe. They yeah. know. I like the vibe. I'm a vibey gal. I, that's... I had... Like, okay, I had... A bad experience with the vibe ones. Oh, you did? I bought, okay, I bought this, uh, <laughs> this super intense vibrator. Like, it, like, the double, like, it was what, it was like a head of a dick, and then it was like this honestly alien looking So, like, piece. a rabbit, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, a rabbit for yeah. the... <laughs> yes. Yeah. A rabbit vibrator. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I was excited to use it. Sure. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. And I think just something happened <laughs> in, internally but I took it out and then I I climaxed, but I didn't come down from my like. It just felt like I was stuck at the like I'm gonna, and I was just stuck there. And so I was lying in bed and I didn't know what to do. And I just started like crying. And so then I was just like, I what's going on? I can't I can't climax. You broke. I just kept feeling. And so I remember you. I went down and I just came back upstairs and I like iced my vagina. What? Shut up. This I is did. so funny. I called a helpline and I was just like, hi, um, 
I'm taking in school and what my job <laughs> is. I'm just like hugging Did, did it help? I'm wondering it's if she's trying to distract it's, you. That's the thing. It was like... Because you were having anxiety, anxiety I feel Yeah, like. it was like this anxiety mixed with this. Oh my god, that's and so, so Then I hung up the phone and then I just put on like ocean noises on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like slowly like rocked to sleep and then woke up and it was like, oh, I think I'm okay. And then I just stood, and it came back, and I was like, what? (laughs) So then for, like, two weeks, I just went around with this, like, super sensitive vagina internally, and it was, uh, it was was the thing that ended vibration for me, (laughs) because I just, I can't trust it again. I can't. I've never heard. I hear a lot of stuff. I hear a lot of stuff on this podcast and beyond. I've never heard. <laughs> was that the one and only time you've ever heard my vibrator? It was. I check it. It was. Uh, I I tried it again this year uh, with oh, yeah. more success. Oh my god! But I still. I don't know. It's still just. When like, was this that this, this happened was to you? Two years ago. <laughs> it was like, pretty recent. And it was like I uh, no, I dropped like a hundred and fifty bucks on that. Vibrator. Sure, yeah, my beard was. And then I was just like, and <laughs> this is not worth it. This is because I I was like looking for that upgrade because like and now from this point on it's just like hand stimulation is more. Yeah, more than, than enough. enough. Yeah. More than enough. So what did you do with the vibrator? Uh, I still have it. It's still in my drawer. Uh, it's like. Caused you like to have a major anxiety attack. Yeah, a huge. Yeah, I know. That's what it was. It was a massive anxiety attack that I just like, and then and I tried telling. Like I remember, I try, I tried telling the story to guys, and they're just like, it felt like you were always gonna have an orgasm. That sounds great. No, that's like, no, that sounds no. like Matt loves to do no. would you rathers. Okay, yeah, yeah. That sounds like one of the would you rathers. Like, would you yeah. rather always be perpetually almost. Oh. Going to have an orgasm, or fucking a monster slowly emerges from the Pacific Ocean and is slowly walking mm-hmm. towards you your entire life, yes. and you know he's coming, and he's going to get you at some point, mm-hmm. but he's moving very slowly, mm-hmm. and he's going to kill you I'm, when he gets you. So, like, which would you rather have? I'm, I'm willing to move a lot, so I might I'll, choose monster. I'll take the monster. Yeah. I would take, because it's such, it's... It, it drives you, like, you. it takes you out of every moment. Because you're just like, oh. It would be like. It's so, it's, it's like, so torturous. If you feel like, like, yeah, like, you always feel like you're going to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> always on the precipice of a sneeze. Yeah. But it never happens. Or, you know, you have hair covering your body from head to and, toe. Well, then that I, you can't shave. Yeah, I, I looked up, and then, like, of course, like, I... I oh, you Googled it? And there was, like, <laughs> and there are these conditions where it's, like, women will, like, you, they have a constant, or, you know, like, they'll, like, just have constant orgasm. I learned that from Grey's Anatomy. Which is, like, I... Like, that was an episode on Grey's Anatomy. That is so... I, I don't know how you would live your life. Like, it would be so disruptive. You couldn't. For your day-to-day. I don't yeah. know how you get through anything. You couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't You'd be calling a lot of helplines. <laughs> be on the phone constantly, <laughs> just constantly. Ice. You got ice. That's so funny. Why would that work? That's Why so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> oh my 
my god. So you said, okay, so you, yeah, okay. you got another vibrator. That same vibrator. I haven't invested in another vibrator. You tried the same vibrator again? Yes. I don't... You oh. tried it again? So yeah. what happened the second time? The second time, it was okay. It was, <laughs> the second time was okay. But it's just like... I went to... Okay, I went to a doctor and she said something about when you're having sex or like when you're penetrating. Something mm-hmm. like... Um, Something in the back of the vagina. I don't something know. way in the back. Something like something can get like moved. Like, oh, thing, like really? Internally, things can shift. Um, but she <laughs> said because I felt like pressure, and I was just like, "Oh, is it like like a UTI or some sort of thing?" And she said sometimes it can just like get moved. And then she actually, the doctor actually told me she's like, honestly, a way to fix this would be to be having sex again. To and have then, sex again. Yeah, and then it would move. So something Back. honestly moved, do you think? Something like, happened? I think I just like shifted something and then it was put, it was pressing against me in a Interesting. Yeah. She said that can happen and I was like, "Oh." You didn't do anything to make it go away. So maybe no, it just it naturally just if went so, away. Yeah, if if you did shift but something, it like, must have shifted back yeah, just kind of overnight or just, something. Yeah, and so Really? It was I don't it was so weird and I yeah, it was one of the mysteries of my vagina that just <laughs> never never really know what happened but it got solved but I was so, honestly after that, I was so scared I, there was like a few months I didn't masturbate just I was did just nothing like, yeah I can't go back yeah well yeah I can't, I can't go back there <laughs> it's just no it's kidding hard. Yeah. it's like me with eating like edibles like edible pot Oh, I yeah. had such a fucking terrible, terrible, terrible experience once. It must yeah. have been laced with something. I don't know. Oh, something. Shit. Something happened. Yeah. But, like, it was the worst fucking night of my life ever. <laughs> and I just won't eat edible. I won't eat pot. You can't risk I won't. it. Like, once I'm not going to risk it. Yeah. It's Never again. Never again. Because that, especially two pots, like, because it's going to, like, make your, if you even, like, if that thought crosses your mind, oh, yeah. all of a sudden you're I'll like, be, I'm back there. Yeah, yeah, it'll be just like, yeah, <laughs> psychological. Um, yeah. wow, <laughs> just this one, this one story took us to the break, Amanda. Did? It wow, did. okay. <laughs> cool. This is people, I don't know if people story. are going to be like, yeah, I have a great sex life, and then it's just one horror story. Yeah, it's just one horror story. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. So, um, before I go to break, I haven't actually talked about, um, since the 50th episode on, yeah. I've had a new sponsor. Oh. And which, for the podcast, which I've played the commercial a couple times, like since the 50th episode on. Yes. It's Come As You Are, which is a sex shop in the West End of Toronto. Oh. And they're my new sponsor. And I'm like ecstatic about it. And because yeah. I pre record episodes, yeah. you know, I had to put the commercial in episodes that I already recorded. So I actually didn't get a chance to talk about it. But I'm like so, so, so excited to have a sponsor for the podcast. Yeah. And it's well Come deserved. As You Are. It's a great podcast. Thank you so, so much. And it's so fun that it happened to come together for the 50th episode. Because it's like a huge yeah. celebration. That's a huge milestone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me and for the podcast. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to actually say that we have a new sponsor and that I'm so happy. And thank you, Come As You Are. Let's take him out to the break, Come As You Are. And we'll be back with Amanda Parker. A humanitarian Amanda Parker. Let me tell you about Come As You Are. 
Come as you are is the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop, and they have a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. This means that Come as you are is able to ensure that their shop reflects diverse genders, orientations, sexualities, and life experiences, rather than just one person's idea of what sex and sexuality products should be about. Come as you are is never put in a position where they have to bend their personal or professional ethics to please the man. And they're offering a fantastic discount to Bedpost listeners, and that's 15% off at www.comeasyouare.com with coupon code BEDPOST. All you gotta do is type in B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive this generous discount. I truly hope everyone listening goes to their website to see what these folks and their products are all about. And I truly hope that you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, everyone. We're back with humanitarian Amanda Parker. (laughs) She's raising the roof, everybody. Raising the roof. (laughs) Uh, We're just saying on the break, we started talking about something that we were like, oh, we should probably put on the mic. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Because when you said um, how you, when you didn't have, you didn't masturbate for like a Mm -hmm. month when you Mm -hmm. thought like, you're like, I don't know what's wrong. Do I have UTI? What is it? Yeah. Um, The same thing. I was having something that I thought was a UTI. Turned out to be, to mine and my gynecologist's knowledge, absolutely nothing, and it went mm. away completely. I was having mm. a bit of, like, sensitivity when I mm. peed, and I got tested for, like, every STI mm. under the sun, like, <laughs> he looked at my uterus, like, I got an internal ultrasound, like, lots of stuff to try and figure out what it was. He saw, like, a cyst when he was in there, but he's like, it's benign, and you can take it out, like, whenever you want. I'm not having mm. any symptoms from it. But that was unrelated to this. So eventually, and and like you were saying, you didn't masturbate for like a month. Yeah. I wasn't having sex because I was like, I don't want to make it worse. I don't yeah. know what it is. So I wasn't having sex for like maybe a month and a half before I went to see the gynecologist. And he, what he told me too was like, he's like, no, 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 have sex. Have lots of sex. <laughs> and I was like, okay, great. Just like your lady was like, you know what? We'll fix it next time. Get fucked. Yeah. Like, okay. Thank you. Thank you for the prescription. But no, uh, we were talking just like the different kind of experiences you can have in a doctor's office mm. when you have that medical opinion and the different experiences I've had in trying to get birth control. Yeah. Where it was like, I've run into sort of some more old school doctors who are just like, I've looked into um, the wire one. You, um, I have UTI in my brain. That's all yeah. I can think of. And then I'm IUD, thinking. IUD, an IUD. My second um, thing was going to be USB. <laughs> Yeah, your USB drive. My USB drive. That yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my ID, and he's, and he's just like uh, unsure. He's like, "Well, you might want kids in the next." I'm like, "No, sir, I don't. I don't want kids. I uh, I want this for the next. Like, this is what I want. Three to five years. This is what I want." And just like that sort of casual, let's talk about this. Maybe you aren't sure. You're still a young girl. You might not know what you want. Why don't you and come back in six months? Like and... paternal attitude that I just, like, makes me feel very uncomfortable because it's just that kind of, like, I know you think you know your body, but maybe, maybe I know a little bit better. And Ugh. I just, I don't know. I, I like, I personally like, um, like, 
the neuvering and birth control that is kind of situated down in that area, and the yes. hormones are only concentrated in that area. Yeah, so neuvering, so, okay, that's, like, a little ring it's that's... Like, it's honestly, you know, like, a glow stick bracelet? Yeah. It's that. It's, it's that? It's oh. that you can, like, fold it and then just put it in. You put it in yeah, yourself. Yeah, I put it in myself. Okay, yeah. and, and that you, releases hormones. It, yeah, it releases hormones that, for, like, you would keep it in for about three weeks, and then you take it out, have you your period, it. and then just insert another one. Oh, cool. I don't think I've talked to anybody that has had this. No, oh, it's, I personally liked it. Uh, I've been on it for about a year and a half now, and I find I haven't really noticed any, like, major side effects. Side effects or anything? If anything, like, uh, so that was a nice sign, because I was looking into the pill for a while, but I'm just not... Don't go on the pill. ...a pill a day kind of person, and also just, and I just have heard, like, negative stories from people, and just, like, the... Uh, the effects it can have, both like physically and mentally, and I just didn't want to put myself through that. And yeah, I thought don't go on Neuvering was an option, um, and <laughs> it's I don't know. It works really well. Like you don't feel uh, it's never really in the way during sex. Like, I was gonna say, get, yeah, can you feel it at all um, ever? Sometimes in like a certain position, but it's never like you're just aware that it's there. It's not like a it it doesn't hurt that it's pressing into you or anything. It's just like oh, I can feel it. Um, in me, and sometimes you have uh, you have a little game of uh, ring toss where it will come out and just and be it. on the dick. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen a few times. Where I'm just like, what's on you? Oh, oh excuse me. Just, Let's put that right back. And that's um, fine, like yeah. for its effectiveness, if that happens. Yes, it comes from out, and you just, you just like, put a, stick it back in. You're good. You're good to that's go. What I, yeah. I read online very Uh-oh. carefully that that would be the case. Yeah. And we'll send the other night too. It's like I I don't know how this happens, but like I was having sex, and he's like, I can't feel you maneuvering. I was like, what? What do you mean? So like we stopped, and then we were like looking around and like yeah. looking on the ground, and yeah, 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 everything, and we're like. I don't get it. Like, it's, there's no way it could have just disappeared. So uh, we just, like, started having sex again. And he's like, oh, no, I found it. And it just, oh. like, hasn't been, like, I'm assuming just, like... Wherever. It was hiding. It went for a break. And then so he... Back. That's interesting. So yeah. he can always feel it, usually. Usually, if, I if think he, the guy can feel it. If, I haven't heard any, like... And, though I don't know if they would say, like, any guy would be like, hey... That feels bad against my dick, but I think it's, like, a soft enough material that it doesn't take away from the experience. Yeah, sure. But, and if it does, like, whatever. But fuck also, him. like, yeah, I don't care. I also don't care. Because uh, it keeps me safe, and I do not want to get pregnant. Yeah, look so out for number one. this is a way one. where I can look after that whole thing, because I don't... Yeah. Uh, I'm not one for taking chances in that department. Yeah. I don't think. Though, did you see the, with the male birth control? They have that, like, shot now. That, no. Yeah, it's like oh, it was all it was on my Facebook Matthew. yesterday. It's a and it's like a shot. I think they get. I think in their penis. Like, you're you're. Like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, the motion you're making. <laughs> is, they get that, the shot in their penis. Um, and it like I think it just makes the, all the sperm uh, sterile. Is that the right word? Like the sperm still comes out, but like it's not baby making sperm. Yeah. It's right. Just, it's, yeah. Just dead sperm. I don't. I don't know what. Well, there's. Well, there is like. There's the sperm is in the semen. The semen just carries the sperm. So I'm sure the semen still comes out. But and it may or may not have sperm in it that are not. Yeah. So I guess there was this clinical trial, but now they're going back because there was like of the 320 men surveyed, 20 of them um, noted like symptoms of depression and acne. And so they thought oh, that well, those were 
Though, but those were like unacceptable oh, side please. effects to the birth control. So oh. now they're going back to try and, and like, how long reduce have women those be- symptoms. Ugh. And I, no, and how long have women like, on, been on the birth control? <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I mean, I guess if you're gonna do it, do it right. But at the same time, there's probably going to be side effects when you're messing with hormones because it's something that is unnatural and is <laughs> most likely going to be. But something like, that you go and ha- I doubt that much testing went into the female birth control pill. I don't like. There are so many symptoms for it. And well, and even two. I think there was like, it's like two in ten thousand you can like develop a like fatal blood disease. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like these, and it's just like, well, it's worth, and like the thing is that, it's like, it's worth the, like it's worth it. The pros outweigh the cons and like that's such a scary but place like, to be in. But like for women right? it's okay. Yeah. But, it's but like, like for the male birth control, like, yeah. oh no, let's thoroughly vet this. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I know, and well, because the thing is, it was interesting too, is I remember in high school, it's like, a lot, like people would go on birth control, but everyone would say it was for acne. Yes. And for a lot of people, it was. Like, for some, maybe not a lot, but I remember getting to the end of grade 12, uh, still being one of the few virgins. <laughs> uh, I five. And I was just like, <laughs> in, uh, in no need uh, of... For the pill. For the pill. And it was just like, but I don't know, it was, high school just never, it was, because I, be- I was like, I became sexually, like, active with myself in high school. Yeah, sexually aware. I guess sexually aware. Um, But it was like, I wasn't, it never occurred to me to like... Do it with someone else? Yeah, hook up. Like, I think I I made out with the first guy in grade 12. Really? It was the first time I made out with someone. Oh, wow. And it was because it was at my uh, old best friend's party. It's like, she was like, like, we were grade school best friends, and I went to her party out in this like out in the country, and oh. I just felt like it was like a mini spring break, where oh. it's like, I can be anyone I want to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone uh, here. Exactly. So <laughs> I uh, I was in a sleeping bag oh. with, uh, his name was Miguel. Oh, Miguel. We were in a and it was one of those things where I was just like, it's now or never, honestly. Yeah, like, let's I'm kiss here, already. Let's just do this. <laughs> let's just get over with your first makeout. And then, like, honestly, a year later, I would be in the same situation with my with first having hand Oh, hands no, up! First hand up. I was just like, "It's here. Let's just let's just do it." Come My on, hand is here. Honestly, a dick is here. Let's just. There's no time like the present. <laughs> yeah. Yolo. You <laughs> that's, know? that's my attitude. Yolo. But so it was. Yeah, it was always just kind of that. Like, let's. I don't know. I never. I'm realizing. Um, not a lot of like like my first kiss and stuff. I wouldn't necessarily give it a lot of meaning. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was like get her done. It was kind of yeah. It was more like an opportunity as opposed to like a this is the person. This is the right is moment. Me. This is the right yeah dick to this put my hand not... on to stroke. <laughs> this is the right dick. <laughs> was, yeah, and it's and you always you always know. Yeah, you, you always know touch. when you just grasp on that <laughs> this is right. <laughs> So, so this whole time, though, you said you were masturbating uh-huh. through school, through high school? Yes. So you're doing that. Yes. No, No vibrators, obviously. No vibrators. We've established. No, no, no. But you were totally doing that, and you were cool doing that? Yeah. Like, I would, uh, it was so weird, though, because I was so secretive about oh, it. yeah? Where I didn't want anyone to find out, and mm-hmm. I felt super ashamed of it. Because, you did? Yeah, well, because at my school, anyways, like, no one really, like, the, on the girls' side, no one really talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I just wasn't have the, having the right conversations, but I remember we were 
there's this time when we were all, it was on a trip in Spain, and we were all sitting in a circle, uh, going around like, have you ever masturbated? Oh. And we started with me. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no, heavens, You said no. no? Heavens, no, no. And then the next girl goes, and she's all like, yeah, and she had a boyfriend. And she's like, well, yeah, when lost, like, you know, when we can't get together, I do. And so she finished, I'm just like, bring it back around to me, actually. I do. Mess <laughs> now that I know that the group is cool with <laughs> yeah. this, but a lot of it was kind of just like, oh, if you were in a relationship... It was cool because it was like you were exploring your sexuality anyways, so it's like do it on your own so that you can help out your partner. But like that whole like solo sexuality thing was a bit scarier. Right. Like right. territory. Right. To be like, why are you just in it for yourself? Like, Who else? <laughs> you Man, pervert. Why? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why are you so into yourself? Yeah, you narcissist. But no, I yeah, and I would like, yeah, I would sneak down in the middle of the night. Um, and, like, watch, like, porn. On, like, sneak down to, like, your room. living room or something yeah, and, like, in the middle of the night? Yeah, and, like, sneak down. The yeah. computer, yeah. And, yeah, and then, like, I'd watch it, and I'd just be, like, <laughs> looking through it, and I was, like, this is not the way to do this. On the family this computer. Is, yeah, on the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, like, I, yeah, I would watch it, and then I'd run back upstairs, but then that gave me, like, I realized... I was getting worried because I was, like, going to have such a skewed view. Because, uh, you know, like, porn can skew people's views of, like... Oh, yeah. The intimacy that really is a huge oh, part Oh, yeah. It's a terrible sexuality. tool for sex exactly. education. Exactly. And it was just, like... Um, uh, when I yeah. uh, started watching porn as well, it was on the family computer. Most, yeah. Most definitely yeah. was in the office of the family computer. Yes. And I, uh, like, I chatted with people in chat rooms. Yes! I did, too. Yeah, I chat with yeah. people and, like, kind of, like, cyber sex with people. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was, like, in grade, this was, like, yeah, like, nine. Probably nine was my, grade nine was my big year for, like, yeah. porn. <laughs> and, like, like really, I think, yeah. really finding out, out that world yeah. of, like, yeah, chatting with people. And I even had, like, a person, I was with a boyfriend, but I had, there was another dude that uh, I went to school with. He would, like, send me poetry I guess I had two guys that sent me poetry. What? One guy uh, was a musician, and they were lyrics, though, quote-unquote lyrics. And the other guy would send poems to me, but they were, like, all, like... like Sexy? They were sexy. What? <laughs> and then I also had a boyfriend. Oh, Body. my God. But also, if you're going to be the other man in someone's life... Do it with poetry. Do it with poetry, right? <laughs> but, like, yeah, I think, like, we're emailing back and forth. Yeah. Like, I, I think that was maybe the big year that it was, like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, the internet. Yeah. Wow, what can I do with this? And I was, like, doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so, like, I loved, like, um, like, written. So, like, I found out, like, yes. about, like I went on fan fiction. Yeah. And I found, I, I loved uh, this anime called Bleach. Yeah. And there was, some of the characters were sexy in it. Yeah. And so I was attracted to them, but I was like, oh, no one's like, this is like a, like a cartoon or like an anime for, like, young boy. Okay, sorry, I'm going to restart this phrase because that's a weird thing to say. Okay. <laughs> Okay, 
so Bleach was an anime, and I liked, like, I liked the characters in it. And so I found this, like, great fan fiction that was, like, super descriptive and, like, sexy, and I would read it, and then, mm-hmm. like, I'd get to, like, the really hot parts, and then just, like, reread them to, like, oh, yeah, get yeah. to climax. Like, I found the, I found the best lines, and then oh, just, yeah. like, reread them, them over and over until, like, they got me there, and then I also would listen to <laughs> To music, oh. um, and like li- li- while you're reading it, no, this is separate just, thing. This is a separate. Okay, where I would just listen to the lyrics and then like masturbate to them. <laughs> like um, what songs? What bands? Do you remember? Yes, I do. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I specifically remember um, uh, climaxing to uh, the ludicrous verse. <laughs> In Usher's Yeah. Wow. Uh, like a lady in the street was freaking a band. And I'm just like, yeah. Ah, uh, they get me there. And then also Mariah. <laughs> also, um, Mariah Carey's Touch My Body oh, was a yeah. big one. But like, that's just, he's like, just listen to that. <laughs> to like, it was just, she has a very nice voice. But it was just so... No matter what she was saying. No, but I was like listening to this, uh, like this iPod <laughs> Nano, which was just like, I, it was the only way I could do it to like not get caught. But it oh was, my God. it was yeah, it was times. Oh, and also, uh, like Ludacris, he had like this one. That, there's like this part in the song where he's just like leaking shit, and I. <laughs> to have sex with or whatever, yeah. but I can't say I specifically had an orgasm to <laughs> lyrics because of lyrics. Oh my fucking god. Maybe I'll try Maybe that. try it out. Oh my god. I have a playlist for you. <laughs> do, do you have a masturbation playlist? Do you still do that? I... <laughs> Oh my god, send it to me. I'm gonna send it to you. Um, <laughs> send it to me. I'll, I'll post it when this, this episode post goes up. Post it when up. it comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh. I won't do that. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that's but, funny. Yeah, it's kind of just... <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. It, I found ways, and it's just kind of the thing is, it's like once you realize it works, you just don't question. Like, I'm just oh, like, yeah. oh. This is the easiest route for me to get here. Listen so to Ludacris. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because once you're <laughs> once you're starting to like figure it out, yeah, you're trying to figure out what things make you orgasm or whatever, right? So you're gonna try to replicate like for the next time, right? <laughs> then it's a habit you've developed. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. That's fucking funny. Oh my god. 
We're almost at time again. <laughs> just talking oh about ludicrous. <laughs> great career. It's a great career. So I love it. Oh my god. Is there is there anything you want to tell people about? Do you have some you're you improvise a lot, I feel like, around town. Yeah. Doing shows yeah. around town. I do, I do. All right, uh, well, every Friday at 9.30 at Social Capital Theatre with the SoCat Players, which is Matt McCready, mm-hmm. Natalie Metcalf, and Colin Sharp. Good group. We perform in the $12 to free beer comedy show. Yeah. And so we're the team that's there every week, but then we have three guest teams come in, and it's always a great time. That show's been selling out like crazy, which yeah. is really good. Um, every time I'm there, I'm yeah, standing. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's such a, it's such a hot show every week. Uh, and then you can just catch me around town at all the other improv venues when shows pop up. Amazing. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Oh my me, god, Aaron. thank you. We had a time today. <laughs> we did. I, uh, I, I feel, feel like, like I revealed the things I wanted to, so that's good. I feel like there's probably ten minutes of just laughing <laughs> on this episode. Which is great. Oh, my God. So, guys, this has been Amanda Parker, humanitarian. Once again, humanitarian Amanda Parker. And I'm Erin Pym. This has been the Bedpost Podcast, everybody. Check back often because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost Live, the variety stage show runs at the Social Capitol the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. The next show is November 18th. For more information on everything Bedpost, please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. <laughs>